What's up, y'all? It's Felix. It's been a while since I've been. it's been a while all right uh i think we always have to sing whenever we come back (laughs) it's hard not to me with a microphone in your face that's that's natural yeah and like you know upbeat feeling of uh recording again which is cool so uh (laughs) for y'all who don't know me uh, i don't know how you would get to episode 39 without knowing me but anyway uh i'm felix age 31 currently quarantined and I am Jim, age 30, and I am not quarantined because I don't care about... No, I'm kidding. I am totally quarantined, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> we are practicing social distancing, and luckily the uh, format of podcasting and recording over the internet with this uh, golden age of technology will help us keep sane while uh, indoors. Yeah, this is great, man. I mean, we're trying... A new application here to record and it's great i'm yeah really digging it so far so hopefully it'll treat us well as we record this first 39th episode but first episode for the current season yes and not uh crash on us when we had like two and a half hours of editing into the episode dear god <laughs> I wonder what program we used. Uh, Audacity. Well, so, <laughs> even if they did happen, we have time now because what are we going to do? No, that's true. That's we, true. We can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a this this season of Tourist House is going to be try about trying new things and most importantly, staying indoors while doing it. Yes, we'll be closing all the doors because you can't leave your apartment or house. I see what you did there. <laughs> you like that one? I, I I legitimately did. I'm not like doing a thing. I legitimately did. And see, every once in a while, I thought, should we rehearse? Should we write a script? And because we never have. And when they say no script at all, we really take that to heart with the podcast. We have our notes about the episode, but we're just going. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There ain't no script in Taurus House. No, never. So. <laughs> so i'm very eager to get back into it uh and let everybody know what we're doing exactly because people might not be aware uh so yeah let's do this all right so we are going to be talking about terrace house of course but boys and girls next door yes so it's a li- little bit of a swerve because of course we're back and you know there's a current season tokyo 1920 you said they're calling it t20 right yeah yeah 1920 is so much better flows off the tongue t20 sounds like terminator 20 to me it kind of does yeah just like a really shitty old model of terminator yeah which is what we probably deserve in 2020 because nothing else is gone right (laughs) yes true so there was some discussion about what we would cover and for me i've been keeping up with the new season Problem is, I'll just be honest, I just don't like it. Boo. I know. I know. Boo. I know. That's on me, man. Totally. I did thumbs down and everything for those who can't see me. But yeah, no, I I totally, totally get it. Uh I really don't. That was a lie. I lied to you and our fans and listeners. Our uh, fans. I personally think that it is the best Terrace House season so far. As of yet. Um, Then again, uh, I've been a good boy and waiting for part three to come out, which it is coming out soon. But Jim has been a naughty boy. 
and skipped ahead. <laughs> well, let's just say maybe I, I've been using a Victoria pasta network, if we were to call it something, <laughs> just something yeah. out of yeah, thin just, air. Some random, like, yeah, yeah. Just something. Uh-huh. And <laughs> because I have been able to use this thing, I am all caught up. And let me just say that the things that me and Felix enjoyed about the show, I guess for him, it's still enjoyed, but for me, it's enjoyed have kind of gone out the window and I'm not going to sit here and nitpick, but let's just say that this needs to relax me. The show in general needs to be calming. And that is the last feeling that I'm experiencing with these recent episodes of the new season. So I thought, you know what? No, no, it ain't happening. Yeah. So with that being said, do we say what we're doing? It should be obvious. What yes. We're doing. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I said, yeah, we're doing boys and girls next door. Next door. Yep. Okay. So, ooh, it's been a while since we went into the intro. Are we using the same intro? Yeah, we're using the same. I yeah. fucking love our intro. Yeah, I think we uh, should. Okay. Why don't we get to it? All right, let's do it. Inside Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. All right. <laughs> it's like well, riding a bike, it. baby. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you Never always forget. get it, huh? Never forget. Although the one time I didn't, but it was like, there's no reason for me not to have. I, I forget specifically why I didn't get it. You know, we have been recording each week like we usually did, and I just mm-hmm. totally blanked completely. You but absence it. makes the heart grow fonder, and that's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, I have, before we get started and embark on this new adventure together, uh, I wanted to ask you, because I was listening to our previous episodes, which everybody knows that you don't do, because you don't like the show, our own show. <laughs> I um, <hate> show. <laughs> no, uh, like, there's a lot of times we badmouth, like, everything about the show, but... I want to bring it back to before the intro, uh, what we were talking about in the the, you know, in the beginning. What what do you like about Terrace House? What do I like about Terrace House? So, in a very general sense, I like observing people. We've also discussed the reality aspect of the show, but I like observing people in a more natural setting where people come in and they have jobs or they're working towards something. Maybe they're in school and they're interacting with strangers that they're very, that they're forced to become very close with just by virtue of living in the same house as them. Mm -hmm. So that's what I like about it. And I remember our very, our, our first episode, we were talking about reality shows and how I said that I wasn't really a big fan. And the experience that I had was, I think, one season of the real world when it was here in Philly. And that that was so over the top. And it was such an extreme sort of thing. They all had to work at the same place. It was 
sexually charged in a weird way that I felt was really forced, which Terrace House falls into from time to time. But I think because it's slower and the pacing of things, especially in a romantic sense, is slower, I do like that because it feels more natural to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm in the same camp also with why I love this show. Uh, to add to it, I it's an escape for me, really. Um, it just how the tone of the show is just so laid back and it's the exact opposite of what you said with American reality TV, which is like why I enjoy it. And it's just such an easy show to just throw on and get lost in and just fall in love with some characters or even hate some characters. Uh, And, but you're never overcharged in any sense in, you know, in any emotional department. And yeah, like including the cinematography too. I think that that lends itself to what I was saying before also. And something that this season does, which is crazy because it's the first season, it sets the tone for the rest of the seasons. And even with just the first episode, which is the only one we're covering, by the way, today, um, is that it, it really does a great job of setting the tone for like what this show is supposed to be. It's great. It's they do a great job. Like you said, with the scenery and with the pacing of things. And I did notice some pacing differences in this first episode and some of the later seasons, most notably the ones that we have covered. And it's going to be really interesting to get into those. But like you said, it is a very calming and relaxing show. The ideal for me with Terrace House is to watch an episode as I'm winding down for the night. I make my Vermont maple ginger tea, caffeine-free, of course, and I should be able to put an episode on and become invested in a house member's story arc, whether or not they're applying for a job or they have a romantic interest in someone. And like I said before, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but the recent episodes of the most recent season, I I get anxious. I was really anxious. I mean, if I want to get wound up before bed, I'll put Shrek on, but I can't, (laughs) I can't have that. The second one. The third one. Wait, was the second one was, wait, was the second one with um, Lord Farquaad? No, that's the first one. That's the first one. I mean, they that's all a, kind of run together. Good. It's the same thing with Austin Powers. They <laughs> they just kind of run into each other. Although the third one <laughs> so, is not great. Shrek or Gold, Austin Gold, Powers? No, no, Gold member? Okay. Yeah. Not, Whatever not has the Puss in Boots and like the I Need a Hero scene. I think that's the second one. I think Puss in Boots that, was in the second one. Then that one. What the hell was the third one about? Oh, it's a good question. I think King Arthur is in one of them. I'm going to take a look. Shrek Let's 3. just start another podcast, a podcast or just turn this one into a Shrek podcast. I think everybody would enjoy that. <laughs> Shrek I think everybody would um, okay, Shrek the Third. <laughs> Shrek Swamp. Uh, I think Shrek the Third. Yes, it is about King King Arthur, but he's a kid or he's like a teen. 
and he okay. hasn't yet become king. So Shrek 2 is Puss in Boots. Is this right? Uh, cast Antonio Banderas is Puss in Boots. Um, Which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it looks like this one has Prince Charming in it. So I don't know. You know, I don't really want to look into this much further. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check it out before <laughs> yeah, why don't we, I, let's just I, get I back. to bed and get okay. wound up to I just that. wanted to get... Yeah, yeah, I just... <laughs> I just wanted to uh, get your, you know, opinion on Terrace House and Shrek. Uh, that's yeah. the real. So, uh, for those who don't know our format, um, we usually do three an episode uh, because you know that way we can get through seasons faster. And Next Door is long. There's a lot of episodes in Next Door. Um, I but think we counted 89 episodes. Yeah, something around there. Jeez. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but. Even th- with that being said, th- this time around, we're going to try to keep to a format with like a weekly re- or like biweekly, weekly or whatever we decide releases. But we're taking it slow. We're going to take it our pace to start. Um, we really picked this back up uh, because you know we wanted to create a project to get our minds going and, n- and not go stir crazy like we said in the beginning. But um I'll update you guys in the social media and uh, which I'll put all at the end. Um, but you guys don't listen to it. So <laughs> yeah, but uh, with the formula that we have is that we, we just recap every episode and as uh, Jim recaps it, we just discuss along the way and we just have a nice, healthy discussion about the show. And taking it slow is the key here. As we said, Yes. Yeah, no, and that's because we want to match the tone of the show. <laughs> we just want um, everyone who's listening to uh, either live or relive the experience of watching these episodes um, and uh, sharing in the discussion with us and, you know, just taking part, you know, even though you can't actually chime in uh, live, but, uh, you know, we're always down to chat on our social media, which, again, I'll plug at the end. And because of our coverage of each episode, if you're not able to watch it, if it's hard for you to watch it, then listen to us and we'll just take you right through. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, because Next Door is not on uh, international Netflix, which I don't know why. They have every other season on US Netflix. Yeah. It's stupid. Anyway, someday. Maybe. maybe. Uh, Jim? Okay. So we have the first season, the great grandparent, or maybe great great. Is it the great great? The elder states person. The founding so, father. Exactly. Founding person. So it starts off, and the first thing that struck me, and I'm sure you had the same thought, is that you is all alone in the car. Yes. It's just yeah. you and she but it's so cool. And when you talk about setting the tone, cool. yes, ah, look, yeah. I love the panel and we had discussed them and our love most of the time for them. But if it was just her driving around, I would totally be down with that. Yeah, no, that was very cool. Yeah. So she's driving around. She's talking about how it's going to be six strangers living in the house together. And it, it really sets a nice tone. So we actually see some of the screenshots. We see the shore. It looks nice. It has kind of like a suburban feel to it. The view 
everything. And what I love is that they, they haven't changed the formula, huh? It, it's always been this from the get with the hiding the face. I guess they try. They do it a lot better in later seasons, but hiding the face as each member comes in and getting a lot of scenic shots, which, again, it's all about tone. And I think I'm going to be saying that a lot. So you can tell me to shut up about tone. Shut up. Oh, okay. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, as usual, for the first episode, no matter what the season is, we get to see the house members come in. So, first guy comes in looking like a pretty cool dude, right? Masato, who is a surfer, right? So, he's coming in, shades off, and he makes himself right at home. And the second person to come in, oh boy, is our queen. <laughs> and we see her from the very first time she appears in any terrace house yep. and when she came on screen because i knew of course she was in the first season i didn't know when she came in but she's yeah, the second she, person in the house yeah it, like as i'll say later from the i didn't hear much about this season uh but i've seen memes and people talking about it on the subreddit but right off the bat, the first cast, there's three people that I've heard. Like, it's the three most mentioned people I've seen in this first round of members of the house. For me, is, it's two. So once we get to talk about them as they come in, I'm curious to know who the third, because I know we're on the same page with the first two. But I'm yeah, curious. I didn't, to know I didn't know. I didn't notice the person until like the it was the person until i heard his nickname so yeah we'll 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 continue and i'll I'll let you know as soon as we like talk about when they all show up sounds good so sana comes in of course that's who we are talking about she comes in and she talks to masato and it's it's nice i mean it's it's nothing unusual you know we kind of get this same sort of vibe from every first episode and they're talking a little bit, and then the third person comes in. We have Tetsuya, who is an aspiring firefighter, which, of course, if that sounds familiar, our best friend Armand from Boys and Girls in the City was also an aspiring firefighter. Mm-hmm. Which, I gotta be honest, I'm not knocking that at all, but I've never heard anyone describe it as that. It's like, yeah. I'm either <laughs> taking the exam or... I'm not, or I am a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, I, there's already one glaring difference between Armand and uh, Tetsuya, and that's that he took the exam, right? <laughs> he already took the exam and he's waiting the results. Yes. Armand never took, <laughs> never took the exam. Yes. So he's already one step ahead of Armand there. So he comes in, they talk a little bit, and then in pretty quick succession, the other three come in, right? So we have Momo, who is an aspiring author. We have oh, aspiring people. Aspiring. But hey, that's that's what's so great about this show because you can see people work on their craft and we see them studying, and you know, that's that that's such an, an important part of the show. Yeah, right? you're right. Yes. And also notice that so far the only model is Sena. Which is, uh, you know, that's nice because recently when every other person is a something, oh, and also I model or they're just a model, it's, there's a lot. And I know we've discussed this before, but 
I'm really liking these six because to round it off, we have Shota, who is an art student, which we didn't find out until like maybe a third of the way through this episode. Yeah, yeah. He was asking everyone else what they did, and he seemed kind of hesitant to say what he did. And I was just like, well, what's what's wrong it's it's completely fine <laughs> yeah it's it's it he's i i think every single person who walks in already boasts a lot of character and like it it's really weird to me because i'm trying to think back to the first episode of other terrace house um terrace house seasons i can't say that I got the same kind of feeling of like, wow, there's a lot of personality in like each of these people as much as like, cause like, I think it's six for six for me. The only thing that I remember from other first episodes is that I think Minori points out Makoto's pit stains. Oh yeah. Right off the, in the first episode of in the city, but I don't recall anything strange in not I'm strange, not strange but, right, yeah. right, right. I should have said maybe a display of character or personality, as you said. Um, I don't recall a- anything in Aloha State, not really in opening new doors either. I mean, I could be wrong about that. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's really great to see that. And then we talked about how all six of them are really great, but we didn't even mention the last member, so. Rie is the last person to come in the house. And when she comes in, Momo completely freaks out. And I had no idea what was going on. I was like, did you go to school with her or something? Like, did, you know, how do you know her? And apparently she's a member of AKB48, which is a wildly successful girl group or like an idol group or something. I, I don't I don't know the most accurate way to describe them. I would say idol group. Yeah. Let's just call them the Wu Tang because there's like a billion members and affiliate and like their affiliates. Um, but yeah, that that was crazy. I thought that was hella cute. Yeah, when uh, Momo like freaked out, but it was also getting annoying to the point that like she wasn't explaining why she was freaking out, and everybody else is like they tried to draw it out of her. They're like, please explain, please explain, like handshaking event. Like what the hell is this? And like neither like Rie was saying anything either. Like. I was, I was like, come on, <laughs> just say something. I could see from her side not really wanting to say something, but I think Momo, I think the shock probably wears off for something like that kind of quickly. But for Rie, like, I could see her not wanting to be as open about it because, it, again, it seems like they're a really, really big deal. And I could see her being a little bit shy. It's like, you know, if you were the, you know, the ace on like the Phillies pitching staff and someone didn't really know baseball. Yeah. Would you be quick to talk about that? Yes. Well, you would because you're arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, since, since we've gotten all the members, so the, the members were Santa Techan, right? Because that's Tetsuya. Yeah. Because it's the nickname, I believe Santa's like, or I, I don't know exactly who was giving him that nickname, but also Makun. Makun. Oh, okay, okay. I have seen his name kind of floating around before, and that's him. Is that correct? Because I, I like later in the uh, at the dinner table, skipping ahead a little bit, they say Makun, and what's his full name again? Masato. Yeah, Masato. So like, it's I believe that's him. So, what are your 
general impressions about the group as a whole? Did anything really stand out to you? Well, like I said, is that everybody had a personality right off the bat. For example, uh, we had, let's take Tetsuya, right? He was, I don't, can you say he's awkward or shy? I think he's probably shy. Okay, so just shy. But later, um, after like a couple montages of them hanging out during through the day, they like he seems to be a little bit more comfortable and he's talking like a lot more. Um, and I like I just that like him getting comfortable and then being able to open up to everybody so fast. That was like something that jumped out to me and I was just like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Again, this is only the first episode. So, you know, I don't know what makes him so uh, famous or if makes him so infamous later on in the show. But as of the first episode, I am excited to see um, his personality shine through as he gets more comfortable around the house. Me too. And what about you? Well, pretty much the same thing. I just, in my notes, I had that he did seem quite shy. A lot of his answers were very quick and there wasn't a lot of eye contact. Like he was like, yes, firefighter. Yes. I took the exam. Yes. It's very good. You know, it's sort of quick like that. And if I recall correctly, he is the youngest, right? The 19, I believe. Shota, I think, is 25. Yes. And so Santa. Yeah. Momo, I think, is 20. And everybody else was drinking but him. Yes, that's right. So, you know, it could be that. It could be, you know, you don't have to be the youngest to be shy, right? That's that. Yeah. Things don't always have to go hand in hand. It could just be his personality. But like you said, we kind of see him warming up a little bit, still sort of in a little bit of like a shy way. But it seems that once they go out for drinks, he's able to kind of talk more openly, which I really like. Yeah. So Uh, really quickly before talk about that. Oh, do you have something else? No, no, go ahead. I'll say it after. Okay. So as far as, you know, the camera work, which is what you had mentioned before, I noticed that a lot of the shots as they were going through the house and they were showing the outside of the house, they seemed pretty quick. Yes. And I like that. I mean, it might not be the most relaxing thing, but they, I think they just wanted to try to show you as much as they possibly could. And it wasn't, it wasn't not relaxing to use a terrible double negative there. Like I kind of like to see a lot in a short period of time with the music in the background, but I know that in later seasons, we don't really see that, you know, the shots are more sustained. We might see the beach for a couple seconds. It's not just like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I, so that's actually what I was going to comment on. Uh, I also enjoyed it. I liked it how how quick it was, but also these montages that I was I mentioned a little bit ago. I really liked. Uh, we didn't get that many in like any other season, but in a, in addition to the montages, the music already has been like has been sick and so much better than the international versions that we've gotten. Like we had Shingo too, like uh, the Sublime. Yeah, uh, Taylor Swift in the beginning. Oh so. yeah, the Shingo too. That man. When I heard that, I, <laughs> I, I was kind of freaking out. 
because I'm a yeah. big fan of him. And same, he know. was supposed to come to Philly, but <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I got that notification on Facebook. It was like, oh, he's coming. I was like, uh, no, he's not. And even, yeah. even if he was, can't go anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, and then we had the Sublime also. Like, so that was like really sick, and the music has. It's just so much better. Is it just because they don't care about licensing and they just throw it or do they actually get it? That's a good question because you think with a show that's popular, no matter what country it's in, you think that because of all the like global record labels, you think that they would find something like this and say, hey, you didn't get the licensing stop, right? So maybe they did get it, but maybe it was harder to get it internationally. Like maybe they, you know, whatever you know, Taylor Swift's music company is, or her record label, rather, music company, listen to me, I don't know shit, saying, <laughs> hey, you can use her music in Japan only, but if it goes outside of Japan, you can't, or you have to pay us a million bucks more or something. Or maybe they paid for only, like, their region. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. Yeah. The Shingo 2 song was Lovesick Part 2. If anyone doesn't know or wants to look it up, uh, it's on YouTube. Check it out. It's it's good stuff. All right. So we mentioned that Techon kind of loosened up a little bit. So he loosens up that when they go out for drinks. So that night they go to this really cool looking place and they're all sitting around talking and they'll have drinks. And Techon, as Felix mentioned, is not drinking alcohol because he is not yet 20, which is the drinking age in Japan. So this is this classic first outing Terrace House, right? Because right away, the boyfriend and girlfriend talk starts, yeah. right? So what is a bit different this time is that Shota has a girlfriend, right? And I think the only person that we've seen who has moved into oh, the house man. is your pride and joy, Hansan from Boys and Girls in the City, right? Uh-huh. So I think to date, these two are the only people to come in with significant others. Yep. Right. So we'll see how that one plays out. But right away after he tells us this, he tells us like he's talking to me and you, right? Momo says, Oh, I, I'd feel weird if my boyfriend were moving into the terrace house. And that was kind of a final thing. Like I couldn't tell if that was a little dig or if that was just her speaking, honestly, you know, well, they've been drinking, right? So maybe it's just her, like, everybody probably thought that. It just so happened to just fall out of her mouth. Yeah. Oops, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> so they're talking some more, and they say that, Techan, they say, hey, you, you probably don't really have too much experience with women, right? And quickly says, no, 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 I dated four girls. I have dated four girls, and Santa kind of teases <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> What a what a great exchange there, you know. So exiting out of this scene, I don't know why, but I loved when he said Shogunai this year. Like when, like right, at, like as it was, they do like their music cut, and then they're like slow fade and silence, and then going to the next scene. Yeah, like when he said that, I was just like, "Ooh, why would did that sound just so cool?" <laughs> I just I, I was like, "Damn!" I and for new listeners or people who don't know like i like tend to try to look for somebody to put my like money on uh and like just invest all my emotional stock into uh, like from the get like so like from the first episode tetsuya might be that guy like i i might 
be cheering on for him. I don't know why. It just kind of, it kind of, it, it got me. I don't know if, if you caught it, but. I didn't catch him saying that. And by the way, for anyone who does not know, it basically means like it can't be helped. Yeah. More no, we, come on. Everybody's weebs. Everybody who listens does weeb. I know some people who listen who probably don't know, but they're probably just our friends who are being nice and listening, not because they give a shit, but because they're so proud of us doing something all on our own. <laughs> we're big boys now. We are big boys. I just want to say that uh, something that I wrote down was that like the montages, we've gotten two, I think, two or three, not counting the intro uh, so far at this point. They're a lot more inviting than they have been in, in previous, uh, or I guess not than the other seasons. So also to note to everybody, we have not seen any of these episodes. Yes. So yes. we're going in fresh. So yes. this is first impressions, but I really thought that the montages had a lot more of an inviting um, feel to them. Like it, ju- it just felt really nice and you know like oh man they're having fun so i'm having fun like that kind of thing so it is good and i think a part of that at least uh, for me why i enjoy the montages because that's a terrific point they do seem much more inviting i think it's where they are and it again i'm not too familiar with it shonan is the area that that they're at so you can tell like it's not like a really big city. You know, they're not right in the middle of everything, but it's not some remote countryside village either. It kind of moves at its own pace. But it seems like a very comfortable pace, not too slow, not too fast. Just like how I like it. Just like how you like it. Just like how Goldilocks <laughs> likes it when she goes to the three bears house. By the way, okay. And she really, definitely really, got eaten, right? And she what? She definitely got eaten, right? Yeah, Isn't that probably. how it goes? You know what? I forget. I just remember her like busting into their house, which is, first of all, not not okay. Like, Yeah, I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> don't, don't go in it. Like, I don't care if they're bears, if they're a different species. Don't and, criti- don't. and then like just critiquing everything. Like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, like... What if she had coronavirus and she's going in there and she's getting all up in the bed? Like, not really okay. Gonna date this, really, really going to date this episode. <laughs> I know. If they're going to be like really dated or I'm going to like really regret this next year when it's, you know, uh, let's hope it's the former. Yes. All right. So as Felix said, we see the montages of them having fun and it's, it's, it's great and it's so much fun. So much so that the next scene is them continuing to drink, right? It looks like they're having some drinks at the kitchen. Every season has the dining room as the sacred place. Yes. This is where all the action happens. So they're all having drinks and Sana is still sort of, you know, poking fun and teasing. And this is the Sana that we saw in opening new doors. Now, I know for yep. some of you, you may have watched the show in order. So you saw her for the first time here, really in her element. But for me and Felix, I'm curious to know what you think, too. But this is just th- this is her. You know, she hasn't really seemed to have changed a whole lot, like as far as her personality goes 
she's still so outgoing and she just is a shit ton of fun. And I love seeing this. Yeah, no, she is not afraid to say what's on her mind. And I can write like, and I'm so happy that she's like this at like age 25 and she has like not changed. It's great. She's like stuck to her guns. And like, that's man, man, I love Santa, man. She's awesome. The next day we see, we have one of these great action shots, right? It's a montage of them doing their things, right? So we got Makun going out surfing. We have Rie going out and we don't really see what she does. She just goes out. Like we don't see her with like her group with AKB or anything. We just see her go out somewhere and we see uh, Shota teaching at, in art school yeah yeah which is cool and and this is what i come to watch terrace house for is to see how they live their everyday lives and also working towards whatever goal that they set so it's a lot of fun and it's nice to have such a a variety of things right we see someone and i know that makun is a pro surfer but you have a sport and then you have art. It's just a nice mix of things. You know, it's not someone at a photo shoot. Yeah. Which is what we see a lot. And okay. You know, I really got to stop talking about the model thing. Cause, and I know you kind of feel the same way that I do, but I tend to harp on it and I just got to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Let's, let's just focus on like the positives of the show. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> God, so you can put me in those. And and I really, really love this episode. And I have a really good feeling about this whole season, you know? Me too. Because, uh, yeah. you know, everybody that's suggested to us to, to review it, they seem very adamant about it. And they have a lot of good things to say. And, I, and right off the bat, I can see why. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, all right. The other thing that we noticed is that these episodes are a little on the shorter side and we already after we see the action montage we go to that night in the house when everyone is home and they're all at the sacred place the hallowed ground of the kitchen table and techan he he kind of has a little bit of a of a strange idea you know he says oh well we should do something and everyone goes, okay, well, what do you have in mind? He's like, oh, we should do something romantic. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you're kind of yeah. thinking, what's what, what's happening? Is this, is this a come on? Like, did you talk to someone? And do you, like, has there been any interest displayed already that we missed or we didn't see or something? And I really had no idea. Um but it seems very quickly like he's maybe in to Rie and he's like, oh, let's say someone were to develop feeling. <laughs> uh, he does a good job with kind of making it into a more uh, conversational piece because he asks her how it might affect her group. So there was something there. And she said that um, if anything were to happen, he would probably have to leave because idol culture in Japan is utterly insane yeah yeah (laughs) there's no i'm not i'm not gonna sugarcoat that but the reason why she would have if if nobody gets it the reason reason why she would have to quit the group is because if people found out that she had a boyfriend then people like the fans would be upset 
about that? There's a weird sense of ownership that I've read and I've, I've, I've watched some documentaries about and this, the sense of ownership that fans have over some of these idols is it's, it's something that I could not even begin to understand, you know, and I don't, I, I don't get it. And I think it's wrong to be honest. So, yeah. Same. And, and I'm only talking about the, up, like the diehard fans, like the upper echelon of the fandom. I'm not saying if you're just a fan of the idol group, you're insane. I'm just saying the, the extent of why she would have to quit the group if she had found like a lover is just stupid. So later on, he's in the living room and Shoda is talking to him and says, Oh, <laughs> Hey, you know, do you like anyone? And so Techon in complete, complete confidence whispers to him and Shoda just puts it on blast and screams it from the mountaintop and I love that. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And we do confirm that he does indeed fancy Rie. So it did seem like it was a come on in retrospect. Uh, kind of interesting. I wondered if it was because maybe he's just not as experienced as he led us to believe, saying he dated four girls, and maybe he did date four girls, but it it, it you know it, it just it just wasn't very smooth. I think. No, no, it wasn't. But I thought that was hilarious when he and Tetsuya started freaking out. Yeah, he, he, like a like a child. Uh, but I, oh man, I'm just thinking about to that scene. I thought that, and like scenes like this, you know what I mean? There's not much at stake, right? There's not. It's just. It's just cute, you know. So. It is. It is, and I think the reaction was so honest and genuine from. A kid who, yeah, he has a crush and it's a quick crush and it was a little bit of a strange come on or it was it was very bold of him to do. Because I also thought about that, too. I thought maybe he's just like going for broke. You know, he's just like it's like that three quarters court shot, you know, when the quarter ends in basketball there. I felt like, man, maybe he's just going for it right now. You know, yeah, it's tough to tell. But like you said, this these are the scenes that make it good. Like, I'm here for the stuff like this. So hopefully we can see a lot more of this. That's something that we didn't mention originally, What why we like the show. Or we were dancing around in it, but genuine is the biggest aspect of the show that I think is the biggest draw also uh, for the show. Yeah. So Exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this season and I'm excited to dis, uh, to discuss me too, dude. I can't wait. All right. Well, you have anything else? No, that is it. All right. Uh, wow. All righty. Um, so housework. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. That's okay. It's uh, okay. Please uh, follow us at our on our social media. Twitter is the only thing we're really active on right now. I, the, doing Hopping back from Twitter and Facebook was kind of a, you know, a little bit much. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Taurus House Pod. Uh, there you can give, you know, give us questions, comments, anything like that. Uh, any questions who will actually read out, you uh, and discuss on the recording. Uh, and yeah, that's actually the only thing I'm going to plug. I don't think podcast Apple podcast has the reviewing system anymore. If they do, please give us a review because we love hearing from you guys. Uh, and, and just hearing, uh, 
that you're enjoying the content we bring out it is just ever so motivating to continue doing the show also recommend us to friends that we have no real way of advertising uh word of mouth is our strongest ally in that right and if you are able to rate us and review now that we have time i can get back to working on my self-help tapes so <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> you can you know you can expect those sometime before uh 2023 whenever we're allowed to leave our houses yeah that's it uh jim why don't you uh take us home all right folks you just listened to episode number 39 of tourist house where we covered episode one which is great to say of boys and girls next door so please join us next time where we will cover episode two that'll be our 40th episode of the podcast so as always thank you so much for listening this is jim this is felix everyone peace